the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, this is Randy Adams of LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Uh, Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, i got a special guest today and a special message. I hope it reaches everybody's heart to see how awesome you are in their lives. But there's so much that's going on. Help us to learn and grow and love and be the best person we can be. And I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day that you'll just reach out and touch all my listeners, give them wisdom and knowledge and love for the other man. That's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Good morning, good morning. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I got a special guest. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, good. How are you? I'm just going to tell the listeners, uh, I hope you don't cry all the way through. I did. Uh, last time I met with this lady, uh, I had tears rolling down my eyes for 15 minutes for the hurt. And she she's out doing this on her own, building, working. She's built a team. She's built a home. What what are you? What do you do? Please just tell the audience. Well, Randy. Um, so I'm with New Life Refuge Ministries, uh, and what we do is uh, we do three three things to help victims of sex trafficking. First off, we do education uh, in the community. We educate for the purpose of awareness and prevention. Our education can look a lot of different ways. Uh, It can be talking to a civic organization, church groups, youth groups, schools, juvenile detention, uh, kids, um, you name it, we we educate law enforcement, mental health care professionals. The list is long. Um, and so uh, we do that, like I said, for the purpose of awareness and prevention of the crime of sex trafficking. And then um, we, because we uh, can't do this alone, we can't fight this crime, we can't put bad guys away, we can't um, serve our kids without partners, we partner with a lot of other organizations, law enforcement, um, mental health care folks, medical folks, um, to better serve our clients, um, help with prosecutions, um, and just really to overall help this crime. And then the third thing that we do is our refuge, and we have a long-term um, campus uh, that serves children under the age of 18, 11 to 17, that this horrific tra- crime has happened to. Um, unfortunately, this crime, um, it does not discriminate. It can um, happen to people who, you know, unfortunately, I just met a girl this week. She's a homeschool kid um, that got lured in uh, to this to this life. And uh, so, I mean, it, and it, and, but obviously those that are at the largest risk are kids that don't, might not have a good foundation at home or maybe, you know, out on the streets, they've run away. Home is not a good, a good option for them. Maybe they're in um, the care of uh, foster parents that, that are, are maybe not Christian or, or really have their best interests at heart. And so what we can do uh, on our campus is we provide um, therapeutic care. It's all trauma-informed. Um, our staff is really well-trained, highly trained, in, um, and these kids come and live in loving, um, with loving house parents in a very home-like environment, and our goal is to provide them not only the therapy they need, but then a life of normalcy 
that will allow them to transition into healthy lifestyles. So that's a little bit about what we do. And, 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 and I'm sorry you cried through, no, through the presentation I gave. Um, that's never my intention. Um, but unfortunately, this is a very prevalent crime. And, uh, and for those that are just learning about it, 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 it it's very saddening. Well, I walked in the, that church that night never dreaming that you took 29 young ladies off the street in one year in Corpus? Well, that's right. And that's uh, that was what who was identified. And, you know, according to FBI statistics, only about 1% of victims are ever identified. Oh, man. So that's, that's a pretty crazy, crazy number looking at a... A, a you know medium sized city of a population of about three hundred and fifty thousand people. So in San Antonio, with a million and a half, we got a problem, and people don't know about it. That's why I wanted you on to let them realize this is a serious problem. Now the Democrats want foreign countries to bring these little girls over, and they're going to put them in trafficking, and they're going to get them get in the country easily, and then traffic them. Why did the Democrats want that kind of lifestyle for young ladies? And and they're they're encouraging it to come. And then I, I bro- you broke my heart yesterday. I, I know you finished one building. Now you're building a, a building for boys. Yes, our next home will be for boys. Um, nationwide, there's only one other home for boys, and there is nothing in Texas. And you talk to- and the university. I'll just if I'll just. Just in there real quick. The University of Texas released a study a couple of years ago where they had kind of assessed the whole trafficking issue within the state of Texas and its economic impact and such. And out of that study, they um, estimated that 79,000 children and youth are trafficked in Texas alone. 79,000. And that was this crime is extremely prevalent. And then we've opened the borders up to entice these people from foreign countries to bring their daughters over, their young their young sons over, and use them to get in the country. And then what happens after that? We lose track of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There, there have uh, <clears throat> during the Obama administration, there was um, the, the the kind of the policy or procedure was if. If somebody was crossing the border and they had a child and they were brought in illegally, they were caught by Border Patrol, they were given a court date and asked to re, you know, let go at that point with that child and said, just come back for your court date. Well, of course, you can imagine the percentage of people that actually returned for the court date was quite small. But there was, they didn't even have to prove that the child they were traveling with was theirs or any relation to them. So they're in business overnight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They got to eat. Got to have, you know. They've got to be able to survive. So they use the child to get money in order to stay in the country. Absolutely, but you know, Randy, I think that it's really easy to kind of point fingers at at the traffickers and and folks that are you know maybe facilitating this crime. Uh, to make money, but at the end of the day, it's a supply and demand business, and people would not be using our kids this way if there wasn't a demand for it, which is really where the true tragedy lies. How much is pornography a, a factor in it? I say it's the root of the problem. I think it really uh, absolutely creates so many um, desires for this activity. Um, pornography is used to train the kids what to expect. Um, It's used, uh, the children are used in pornography, and then it also creates the demand. What what fine is, what happens to a man that pays for that and he gets caught? Does the justice do it as well or not? Probably not to the level that we would like, um, usually, uh, you know, we're dealing with um, with the buyers that have expendable income. They could be wealthy businessmen. Um, they could uh, they could also, um, you know, be in positions of power. And so, unfortunately, not enough is done from there from that perspective. 
Well, the lawmakers of Texas, I've explained, are not our friends. We elect them, but they don't help us the right way, and I've understood that. Also, you taught us how to look at uh, a situation where you can spot that uh, activity that's going on. And a lot of truck drivers have helped, and other people have helped y'all find these girls and and boys and, and people that are doing it. So... How do we look at, at and see this situation when it's around us? Well, you know, that's a great question, Randy. Thanks for asking. Um, because this is truly a crime that's hidden in plain sight. I'm going to say just about every person has probably come in contact with the victim and maybe just felt like something wasn't right. They didn't quite, couldn't quite put their finger on it. Um, or yet they just were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that girl is dressed like that and it is this cold. You know, what is she thinking? kind of mentality, but then when you're given the information on what to look for, you see those sorts of things with different eyes. So some things that um, that we tell people to look for is, uh, is, is, that, is that person with another person that's very controlling and won't really let them speak for themselves. Um, uh, victims, most often, their identification has been taken away. Um, They often act in a very disassociated way um, where they're just kind of distant looking into just just not connected to the situation, just sort of physically there. Um, Malnourishment, um, you know, it's not unusual for victims to just not get the nourishment that they need. Um, And sometimes when you're dealing with uh, minors, they might be with a with a person that is their supposed boyfriend or girlfriend that is a lot older. So these are just a few indicators um, that, you know, not saying that one is, if you see one, then then that means that victim is, or that person is a victim of trafficking, but rather if you kind of see several together, maybe some unusual um, tattoos, you know, people that get tattoos willingly love to talk about their tattoos. But if you ask somebody about their tattoo and they don't want to talk about it, um, that could be an indication uh, of, of maybe because often traffickers will brand their victims with tattoos to let other traffickers know it's my property because that's all that these people are treated as as property, a commodity that is just sold. So that's just such a it, it is truly um a human uh, rights crisis. So um, what should a person do if they suspect something's going on? I know that we can't go over there and take the child away. What do you suggest? Well, you know, I have a couple of suggestions. There is um, there's a, a national hotline, and that is kind of the clearinghouse where all um, it's best to call them because they have resources in all areas of the country where they can get law enforcement involved immediately. Obviously, if it's an emergency situation, I do tell people you call 911. I mean, hands down, call 911. But um, the human trafficking hotline is, I'm going to tell you this number, it's 888-373-7800. And that is the number that can connect um, or can report to any area of the country to the appropriate law enforcement. Unfortunately, not all law enforcement has been trained in what, like, domestic trafficking looks like. And so if um, sometimes that victims are missed because maybe the right uh, law enforcement law enforcement officer isn't on the scene, which is why we do encourage people to call the 888-373-788 number because they have contacts to the, the, the law enforcement that deals with the human trafficking cases. Um, what's really neat about that resource is they also have an option to text the word HELP to be free. And if you type out be free on your telephone, it's 233 233- 733. And again, it gets you to the same folks that can connect to local law enforcement. So uh, we need to really start being observant and trying to see what's going on. 
maybe even take a picture of the situation and go somewhere and turn it in, or we'll have some kind of record of it, maybe, with our phones. Pictures I mean, are worth everybody. a thousand words for sure. And so, you know, there, this people don't believe it's going on. And I was surprised, and after listening to you, I dug in a little deeper and found out this is this is a bad situation that's going on all across the United States and in foreign countries. Guys fly into other countries and for the same situation. And so, Absolutely. how how long that's do right. these children live after they're captured? I'm talking about captured yeah. other. Sure. Once they're they're in what's called the life, it's called the life. Once they're they're in the life, their their personal life expectancy on average is about seven years, Jeez. and that their death could come from a drug overdose. Um, you know, people are like, "Well, they do it because they're on drugs." No, they're on drugs because they're having to do this, and that's often a way a trafficker can keep them. Uh, under his control is to drug them, get them addicted to drugs. Typically, these kids are not on drugs, but these people are not on drugs before they find themselves in this situation, but rather it becomes the other way around. And um, so I kind of lost my train of thought there. So you were asking, tell me, remind me of your question again. Well, it's just how long they live after they get into life. And do does you see any of them going into their 30s or 40s? No, I mean, I'm not going to say never say never because there there certainly are some out there, but they're not they're in pretty horrific shape. Uh, like I said, on average, the life expectancy is about seven years because of drug overdose, STDs, um, suicide. Sometimes they just get beat up so badly they're left for dead. Oh my goodness. You know, this is an important thing that a lot of people don't know, and I know that it's going on in San Antonio, but we're not aware of it in San Antonio, and you're doing so much in Corpus, building a building for the girls now, building a, a building for the boys. If somebody like to donate to your building, uh, what what do they do, or what can they do? Well, they can uh, go to our website, newliferefuge.com. Again, that's newliferefuge.com, and they can donate online, um, or they can, you know, if they want to just write us a check, um, they can mail it to our P.O. Box, which is also listed on our website, but I'll tell you it's P.O. Box 9157, and that's in Corpus Christi, Texas, 78469 is the zip code. Um, but absolutely, financial any financial help that uh, any of your listeners could offer us for for what we do that would be awesome. Uh, also, on our website we have a we have a lot of information. We've got a needs list. Um, like I said, we're getting ready to start building our our second home, and um, it's in a rural area. It's not in Corpus Christi, but we do keep the location um, non disclosed just for the safety of those that we serve. Um, but we're going to need all sorts of things. We're going to need lumber and sheetrock and, you know, plumbing fixtures and AC and all those, all the things that go in, of course, to labor uh, building a home. Labor, you need laborers to come down and professionals to help work on it? Professionals, yeah, skilled, absolutely. So, How do you support, um, I know the, we're, how do you support the girls that you have in that building now? We do a lot of fundraising um, and then... The state does uh, pay a little per diem per child to, to help with the cost, but it, it, it just helps. It, it doesn't cover it. And so how many girls do you have in there now? Well, at this point, we have served um, six girls. Um, we are excited to say that uh, they have all transitioned into lower level of care because we are at a specialized level of care, um, they don't have to stay with us uh, forever. They, they get to, to move into a situation where they don't, you know, we have 24-hour-a-week staff and situations like that where, they, where they're in, in either they're back home. We had a couple of them that were able to go back home, and then we've had some that have gone into, uh, like I said, a lower level of foster care, but with highly trained foster parents. So um, at this point, we, we are in the process of relicensing our home, 
as a general residential operation, much like South Texas Children's Home or Cal Farley, that type of home. And so we don't have any girls right now because we're in this transition period of the new license. Great. Well, I know that you're going to get it done because the Lord's got His hand on you and your ministry. And it is a ministry for you because I I don't think you get much pay out of it. You just get all the... I work for free. <laughs> work for free. Many of us do. There's there's very few of us within our organization that are paid. So, wow, um, of course, those hard. that work on the campus do. But, uh, you know, we're, we're primarily volunteer run with some amazingly dedicated people that really have been called to do this work. Well, the hurt um, that uh, I felt just in that first time that I listened to you, just because I know this destroys lives, you know, just like uh, when uh, the family sex abused a daughter, uh, a granddaughter, or, you know, a niece or whatever, it, it disturbs their life. It ruins their life forever. And they carry that hurt. And that, well, this is even worse than that. Because they do show a little love, and they do get fed, and they still have a home, and it's a terrible situation in their life. But this is this is unbelievable. Nobody in the world deserves to live this kind of life. Amen to that. You're so true. I mean, this is, I call it evil at its best. Pure evil selfishness. Best. Pure selfishness. Mm-hmm. Trying to... They're trying to find something in their life to fulfill, and they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they destroy other people's lives. And uh, there's so much of that, and I deal with inner healing. I teach inner healing. I teach reconciliation to God. I've been a coach for it for years. And I see where these children and and, and adults get hurt over over that situation. And these people have the money, like you say, to keep it going, and it makes money for these people. And it's just destroying lives that we need to know about, and we need to do something in this large city right here. And I know Seguin, Texas, is another small town. Uh, It's real small, but I know that there are situations I've heard about over there in the last recent years. And so it's everywhere, and people don't know it and don't realize it. I was one of them. I want to thank you for what you've the education and opening my eyes to what's going on in in this world. Well, you know, um, I I thank you for what you do, and you know, appreciate you allowing me to come on and and talk to your listeners about it. I could talk to you for a a good solid hour about this. because you're right. I mean, it could be happening in in the house down the street from you. And you're like, well, why do all those cars come and go all the time? I don't know what they've got going on over there. Well, you know, might, you know, there might be a situation. Why? Well, sometimes see a kid or people coming in with, you know, with kids, but then I don't see them. You know, just sort of things that don't seem right, I tell people probably aren't right. Oh, yes. Go with that gut instinct. And, you know, and is the churches... We've got to, in our churches, step up and help people that suffer from pornography addiction. Because if, if we didn't have that component creating the demand, I think that we wouldn't, this crime would not be so prevalent. And there's a class. And for, we've got. No, go ahead. Go ahead. There's a class for it. Well, um, there, there's a great there is a great Bible study that's called the Conqueror series. I tell everybody I can about it. Um, it's by Pure Desire Ministries. It, it's not associated with us at all. But this guy, he he himself, alcoholic, addicted to pornography, wrote the study, so he knows what he speaks. He's done it in such an amazing and engaging way. The videos are like major motion picture videos. And um, I have not had anybody that has gone through that Bible study be disappointed. Great. And so I, I do. I do. It's called again. It's called the Conqueror Series. Pure Desire Ministries. I encourage, I encourage churches to to look into that and implement that in men's groups or um, youth groups, uh, boys' youth groups. And they even have a component for girls as well, because honestly, pornography addiction is growing among women. 
too. Thank you uh, for coming on my show. I, if the people respond, they can call me if they want to contact you. Um, and so thank you, and I appreciate what you're doing. God bless you and your ministry. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Randy. Appreciate the time. God bless you. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Also, this show will be uh, played again at 1 p.m. on Freedom 1160. That's 1160 a.m. If you want to get it by uh, computer or your phone, Freedom1160.com. Uh, tell your friends and neighbors to listen to that show. That's um, that lady is working free to help these young children and boys, and it's it's a it just tears up people's lives. They end up killing themselves and ruining their lives for the rest of the their life. And and these guys don't care. The money is a factor, and so. Uh, but be sure and uh, and go to it and and give us a call. Uh, if you have anything you need to know about uh, contacting them to help them, like I said, they're building another building for young boys. Uh, they need everything, so give me a call if you want to go down there and do some work. Maybe some churches go down and do some work, or whatever. Uh, donate stuff if if you've got a large company. There's some companies out there that have stuff left over on building trades if they'd like to donate that. But uh, this is a need in in South Texas, but it's a need that will grow to San Antonio. We need some kind of chapter in San Antonio to help out in the same situation because we have it up here. Can you imagine? They they pulled off 29 girls in one year down in Corpus, and they figured that's 1%. What's going on in San Antonio? To ruin the lives of these children. And uh, so please, uh, whatever you want to do, and like I say, that... That this show will be run again 11:60 a.m. on your radio dial, or on your computer or your phone. Freedom 1160.com. Um, I'm Randy Adams. I tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. I bought a lot of vehicles off of my listeners this week. Thank you. Uh, they've um, a lot of people trying to sell their unit can't get it sold, or they can't find the people with the cash. Give me a call. I buy the $100 car to $100,000 car. Give me a call at 830-708-4789. The phone number here, if you've got any questions, we're going to talk about Mark 7-6 today. But if you have any questions, give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you uh, here or on my mobile phone. But it says here in Mark... Uh, seven six. He replied, and "This is Jesus. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about the hypocrites, as it is written: These people honor me with their lips, but not with their hearts. Their hearts are far from me. They worship in vain. Their teachings are merely 
human rules. Have the rules changed in the car business where it's okay to lie, to mistreat people, to lead them in the debtor's prison? I mean, this business has come a money-driven business that money is the God. Dog-eat-dog business, trying to outdo each other, outsell each other, outlie each other, and not tell the truth. How many people, I, I was thinking, I had a large credit union interested in finance, I'm, I'm sorry, sponsoring my show. And we are looking for sponsors, people out there that want to prove the community. They, they want the right things for the community. They want you educated. They want your money left to spend on their, H-E-B needs a sponsor of this show. Uh, so there's money left at the end of the month to buy groceries. How about uh, credit unions? I love Randolph Brooks. You know, I brag about them. They need to sponsor this show because they're, they're, they know how bad it is. They want to give you 60 days for your first payment. But hypocrites are the guys that tell you they love you, and then they put you in debtor's prison. They, they switch you in cars. They tell you to come down there. The car's down there. I've had a lot of people say the bait and switch deal is alive and well today in the car business because the people told them all, oh, we have this great price on this great vehicle. Come on down and get there, and it's not there. They've got to get you on home field advantage, and that's, that's what they do. But they'll tell you they love you, and then they'll do things. That, is that real love? You know, to take care of the fellow man that we're on earth with and look him right in the eye and tell him this is the best deal. I had an article in a, in a car dealer magazine and told the, the salespeople, F&I people, don't tell them it's the best deal because they find out a week later or a month later that you lied to them. They could have got a lot better interest rate, a lot cheaper extended warranty, a lot cheaper gap. And this credit union that was looking at sponsoring this show, they said, hey, uh, we love to sponsor you, but indirect lending. And when indirect lending is, they lend the money to the dealer, to the customer they sign up, at a real cheap rate. And then the dealer makes 2 to 15% on you, and you're, you're hammered. But they tell you it's the best rate you can get. They're lying. Because, you know, here the credit union did that. So I asked the credit union, I said, do you care about your customers? Oh, yeah, we care about our customers. Don't you want them to have the best deal? Yes, we do. You know, we want to take care of them. Well, why are you letting them out at 2% and then when the deal comes in, you pay the dealer profit on 2, 4, 8, 10, 12%? Is that really taking care? Is, are you a hypocrite? You know, you want to take care of them? I asked the, the man with indirect lending, I said, well, what about your customers? When they leave here, 80, 85 percent, are they underwater? He thought a second. He said, 95 percent, probably underwater. Why? Because you got to come up with a tremendous big down payment to not be underwater. So that's all your pre-tax money. you got to pay income tax on it. You put a large down payment so you can get... Even with the value on that vehicle, what is it, 5000 7000 8000 you got to come up with down in order not to be underwater? So they do they really care about their customers? You know, in my opinion, you need to get out, and that's what I tell you last week. Oh, well, I've got another show goes on, and uh, I'll be on Facebook to announce it this afternoon, besides the one at 1 p.m., and it'll be a different one. Number one thing is get the price, get it in writing, and make sure they honor it. Number two, get your financing lined up. And if you got cash, don't tell them. Tell them you got a large down payment, which it is a large down payment. You're going to pay the whole thing because I got news for you. The price will change if they know you're paying cash. Why? Because they can't make money in the F&I department. They, I've seen lately they try to charge people 800 to to $1,000 because they're paying cash more. You know, it's called financial reserve. Well, it's your financial reserve, not ours. Well, but we're not making any financial reserve. So if you're paying cash, we, you know, we've got to charge you more. Don't let them know you're paying cash. Work them as hard as they're working you. Oh, man, we love you. Do you really? When you, when you bury me in a, in a vehicle and you tell me it's the best rate and it's not? Give us a call here. We've got a little time left, 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. 
210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And, you know, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees about their hypocrisies because they worship the God for they worship God for the wrong reason. You know, I've got these guys that tell me, these car salesmen, and they'll say, Oh, I go to church, I go to so and so church. I said, Well, how often do you go? I go on Christmas and Easter and maybe a couple other times. I said, So your time is more valuable than God's, what He's done in your life, and now you want to take that opportunity because you're involved in the church to sell all the church people? You know, and I've talked to a lot of pastors who buy from their members in the church, and I understand that. That's fine. But you better check them out because the salesmen that are selling you don't have the authority to give you a price. And sometimes even the managers have to fall in line with what the owners and the other managers, you know, you're going to sell your your friend one a lot cheaper than I can sell one. We got to make 1500, we got to make 2000, we got to make 3000. A lot of these dealerships right now is 2 to 2500 pack. Remember what the pack is? I explained that to you. That's all the prices the owners put on the cars for their profit. And so the salesman and the manager don't participate in that profit till it passes the pot, the the pack. And so the salesman don't make money until it makes two or twenty five hundred. Then they get a percentage of what it makes. So now you're behind the the eight ball there. So you've got to look and find out. You got to shop, shop, shop for the best price everywhere. A lot of these packs are going to have to come down because people with the small packs are going to sell more cars with the guys in the big packs. It all gets down to money. And when you're out there shopping, shop the internet, shop it hard. Get it in writing. Make them email it. Or when you walk in there and say, this is the price you gave me, sign this. You talk to a salesman, sign this paper right here. This is what you gave me the price. I want that price. You need to honor your price. So work Price number one, your financing number two, know what your trade-in's worth. Ask people, talk to people. Would you buy this car again? Would you buy another one like it? Have you had any problem? You know, are you changing just to be changing? There's some people in this South Texas that buy a new truck every six months. And I'm talking about the big Mac Daddy ones. They, they look for a reason to trade. Do you know anybody like that? You know, I got a four-door, I need a two-door. I got a car, I want a truck. I got a sport utility, I want this, I want that. They they just look for a reason to trade. And, hey, it's their money. Take my advice, do whatever your little heart desires. If you want to buy a high-dollar truck and you think you can afford it, go on down there, Bubba, sign up. Get ready for them payments. Man, I've seen a lot of 84-a-month payments. And you better watch out, I had a guy... I had a guy a couple of years ago tell me that uh, salesman and everybody kept telling him, 48 months, 48 months, 48 months. And when he signed up, uh, the F&I guy must have stuck the finger on 84 months. Walked out of there thinking, that man, I got the best deal in the world. But when he looked at his contract, found out when the payment uh, book came in and he had 84 months on the payment, he liked to have a heart attack realize that he was paying a tremendous amount of money for a truck and so but you've got to watch out every spot sign look at everyone don't leave none zero open but you know so many people say one thing it's idolatry to claim that you that your interpretation of the word is as important as God's Word itself. It's an idolatry to claim that your interpretation of God's Word is as important as God's Word itself. Car dealers, they'll tell you, managers, salespeople, business is business six days a week. Sunday is for church. I don't go every once in a while, but, you know, church is church. So I'm real good when I walk in the church. When I walk out, come on in here. If you watch them salesmen walk out with the people, members of the church, handing cards out and telling them how they love them, and they'll take care of them. They'll be sweethearts to them, you know. So, you know, be ready for that. I mean, these guys work 365 days a year. They're wanting an easy prey. Guess what? Church is easy prey. I knew a guy 20, 30 years ago that worked out of his church. He made a living out of the church, and when he got 
the reputation got bad and he sucked all the money he could out and he moved to different churches he went to different churches uh, every time i talked to him he'd last about two years get, get all the business he could out and go to the next one because his reputation didn't follow him you know johnny cash has got a song uh bad news travels like wildfire good news travels slow well johnny cash was right except for the car business because bad news don't travel like wildfire in the car business. You got guys with bad reputations, had bad reputations, stay in the business forever, promise the world and don't do nothing. And then good news travels slow. Oh, man, it travels slow. Bad news travels like wildfire. Good news travels slow. And that's that point is right. Because when you got a good deal, you, it doesn't spread around. You know, the reputation takes years and years to build that a dealership's a good one. We used to have 80% of the dealers telling the truth and 20 would lie. Well, I think it's got turned around now where uh, 80 will lie and 20 will tell the truth. And so we've gotten into that point where, just like these hypocrites, they'll tell you they love you, but will they tell you the truth? They tell you they love you. Well, they say you something that they know you can't afford or that's going to be a problem. Are they going to lie to you about the the longevity of the vehicle? Are they going to lie to you about the gas mileage? Are they going to lie to you about the insurance? Man, these insurance companies here lately, they're the claims adjusters. And that's what one thing that I'm, it's one of my pet peeves. Our elected officials, that's the senators and the House of Representatives of Texas, have sold us out to the insurance companies. I've talked to every week, I'm talking to 10 people that I'm trying to help because the, the claims adjusters are beating them up. See, we sold out. That's, that's the guys we elected sold out to the insurance companies, so the insurance companies don't do nothing anymore. Yes, they give you a price. Yes, they give you coverage. But when you get hit by somebody else, they don't know you. Oh, well, I'm going to help you. Not at all. I'm going to be there for you. Not at all. And so you're battling over your value of your vehicle with the company that hits you and their claims adjuster, and they hire a claims adjuster. Even the big insurance companies here in town have hired separate claims adjusters to beat their customers up. Now, what kind of love is that when you sign up with an insurance company? And then you got to look at the fine print. And I had an insurance agent tell me, Randy, you're all wrong. I said, wrong about what? He said, I take care of my customers. I said, okay, if I call you, do you give me the price of the company? He said, the company. I'm in an accident. Do you give me the price of vehicle I'm going to collect on or does a claims adjuster? He said, we turn that over to claims adjuster. So it's a separate business. He said, yeah. So I said, I love your deal. You collect the money, tell everybody you love you, and do nothing. He said, well, we explain the policy. I said, no, you don't. You don't even understand the policy. Try to get an insurance agent to walk all the way through a policy, and half the time they make up the stuff that they don't understand. They want you to act like they're smart, and they're not. So the car business has become a money-hungry business that, that's not going to close anytime soon. You know, uh, the hypocrites worshiped uh their worship was not of were the right way. Their motivation was was money, not love. So if you love somebody, you think more of them than the money you're making. But no, not them. We need these politicians to realize that there's a lot of stuff that need to be changed in our society. We love money more than we love the the customer. I had a lady that was with a guy, and he died, and his daughter took over, and she's having problems with that insurance company. I said, but she said, he, if he was still alive, he would help me. I said, the laws have changed. Thank you, Texas House of Representatives. Thank you, uh, Senators. Y'all sold us out to the insurance company. You've sold us out to title loan people. 27 states, it's illegal to have a title loan, but not in Texas. Y'all elect us. We love you. We want to help you all we can, and we want these title loan people to rob you. 330% interest. Even bankers don't even know that figure. I asked all the bankers, what's the title loan interest rate? Oh, about 25, 30%. I said, what if I told you it's 10 times that? 
Oh, I don't believe it. I said, I own the license. My conscience bothered me. I do have a conscience. Amazing. Car dealer with a conscience. But some car dealers have a, a switch on their conscience. We can turn it on or turn it off, you know. We got it on on Sunday morning when we try to put our other members together at our church. But we turn it off on Monday morning. Is that the, the switch that they've all got? Oh, man. But, hey, tell everybody, do not do a title loan. Please don't do it. It's 330% interest. They repo 98% of the people. After six payments, you've paid more than you barred. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Hey, go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Find out what your vehicle's worth. Sell it to me. Sell it to somebody else. Tend to your business. Because if you borrow money from a title loan place, they're going to repo you. You're going to pay more than you borrowed, and you're going to get ripped off. But nobody tells that story. They listen to the ads on TV. I got $5,000. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, and you're going to pay back 27000 you dummy. Tell, you, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. But, I mean, the car business is a big secret. We, how do people not understand the loss they're going to take? Average new car right now is 36000 But in four or five years, it's worth four or 5000 You don't think about that? How long are you going to keep it? How do, you know, if you thought about that, you might drive a little more sensible. You might take care of it. You might change the oil. You might baby it. You may not loan it to your brother-in-law or your cousin to run around and tear up. Take care of that vehicle. It's your prized possession after tax money, and it's not going to be worth the money you think it's going to be worth in four or five years. I bu- uh, right now, I bought uh, 20 trucks. I bought 20, 13, 14 trucks, and I can sell them for a fourth with right around 100,000 miles than they were new. And what are they? Five years old? Four years old? And they're a fourth, and they're right around 100,000 miles. i got a lot of life left to it. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. I'll tell you what it's worth. But the hypocrites come in, and they promise you the world. They tell you how they, they're a church member, but they don't tell you how often they go. They don't tell you their character. Where is their character? You know, we become hypocrites when we pay more attention to our reputation than to our character. But the car dealers don't care about their reputation. There's plenty of customers out there. They'll come in there. We'll put the we'll put the smooth sale on them. They'll buy. They'll be happy with us. They'll come back. They'll tell their friends. And when they come back in and we overloaded them and the payment's too high and they're short on money, I'm going to hide in the back. I ain't going to be up there to talk to them. Yeah, you think they really love you? Ask them for a little change to help you make the payments because you don't have nothing left at the end of the month. I told you all about bad loans. There's 90-day bad loans. And I told you three years ago there were six million. Well, big deal in the news this week. Now it's seven and a half million bad loans over 90 days. But they didn't mention another five million that are write-offs that are not bad loans. I had a lady that I feel sorry for. She walked in a new car dealer and she bought a new car. They ripped her head off. Big time. And so she thought she could handle a payment. She can't handle a payment. They came and repoed it, you know. And then they told her they must have sold it to a buddy. I can't believe these big credit unions, how poorly they run their repos, how they give them away, how there's always something going on, and they're not smart enough to run it right. None of them, zero Credit unions in this town know how to get rid of a used car. They sold her car that was worth thirteen, fourteen thousand for eleven grand. I wonder what cousin or uncle or relative. There was a big credit union in this town's been a mess for years and years, big time. And they they've had relatives running there and buying people, pay them under the table. I mean, it's been a mess for years and years. They, they have no idea. They know how to loan money. They put people out on the street, but they don't know what their cars were. Now, this lady, they're threatening her. She got to pay $7,000 because she owed 18000 The dealer walked away. Remember what I tell you? Hey, we sign her up. We give it to the bank, and we walk off. We got our money. We're happy. She didn't know what she was doing. She wasn't listening to my show until recently. 
So now they tell her they need 7000 I told her when she was upside down, I said, you're upside down four grand, not seven grand. Well, they gave the car away to somebody else. But that's that's these credit unions and bank. They have no common sense of how to get rid of a car, what a car's worth. Do they look at their vehicle, what they paid for, what they've done? Do they look at the market? No. It's all a big secret. The secret of the car business is nobody knows what they're doing except for the car salesmen and the car dealers, and they take advantage of everyone they get an opportunity to. So you need an even playing field. That's what I'm here for, to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, how to buy one, how to sell one, how to be prepared, how to look at one. You need you need all of that. That's why we do every radio shows. I've got a lot of radio shows going on. I've got one this afternoon at 3.30. I've got one tonight at 9 o'clock. But we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, trying to get you prepared because you're going against trained professionals. It's like you walking up against the Dallas Cowboys. They got owners. They got managers. They got playmakers. They, they stay in shape. They only work eight, nine months out of the year getting in shape and getting ready. Well, car dealers work 365 days a year. We get emails. We get classes. We get they have meetings. Man, meetings on top of meetings. They have a meeting to have a meeting. That's because they need to know mentally, physically, and spiritually how to take advantage. Why didn't that person, why didn't you sell them? How did they walk out of the door? How do they? How do you end in that situation? So, uh, you know, you need to know. And that's why you need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com, number one. Describe your car or give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, give me a call. Uh, go, hey, catch, text 20 people. If you like my show, text 20 people to listen to this show again at 1160 a.m. at 1 p.m. Or that's uh, uh, freedom1160.com. Facebook Live, I'll be on there a little bit tonight, twice more, and I'll let you know what's going on. Go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.